Let's look at the key points from the General's Handbook reveal. It's going to be an infantry-focused season. There's a new command ability we'll look at later. There are two new core battalions, one of which they've revealed and one of which we know because of leaks. There are 12 new battle plans, which we don't know anything about yet. There are six Galette-focused grand strategies, a new generic spell takeable by all wizards, points updates, which we get with every GHB, and there are some really strong rumours of rules updates and the FAQs for some of the stronger units to start the season off fresh. So what seems to make this season unique is the Master of the Splintered Land ability that makes every battleline unit that has a wounds characteristic, a four or less, become a Galatian veteran. Galatian? Galatian? Gaulatian? You tell me. And don't forget your battleline if units will become battleline units and so become Galatian veterans. The Proving Ground special rule means whoever goes second in a battle round can choose one objective and can only be contested by Galatian veterans. Each objective can only be chosen once per battle and this is going to make choosing who goes first in a battle round even more important. In the last General's Handbook, this only really mattered in Battle Round 3, where you're able to burn an objective. This means that the priority role is going to become even more important and even more of a decision point for each of the players every Battle Round. The next point is huge news. Bonds of Battle is an ability where units with the Galatian Veterans keyword can fight while within half an inch of a model within half an inch of its target. Now this is very similar to how the 40k rules work anyway, and something I'd like to just move over into the core rules. Previously, before this rule, many units really struggled because in Age of Sigmar you use weapon ranges. If you had a large base, you weren't able to attack over the base of the model in front of you, which really caused a problem. This will really lift up some multi-wound and large base models. Units such as Trogoths, Ogre Gluttons, Blood Sisters, Decimators, Blade Geist Revenants, Crypt Horrors, Zangor, Blood Warriors, Blight Kings, Twin Souls are all really going to benefit from this. This is a huge opportunity for Age of Sigmar players to build new lists. This is genuinely very exciting. This takes units that weren't usable before or had some real limitations because of the coherency rule from Age of Sigmar 3 core rules to be able to be fielded on the tabletop and I'm very excited to see this. I would really like to see this in the core rules but I for one am very happy to see this in play. There's also a new Realm Command ability, which I don't think will be as impactful as the previous one from the last GHB. Overwhelming Assault is usable if you have a unit with 10 or more models at the end of your charge phase, fighting a unit that has a wounds characteristic or four or less. If you then roll a dice and you roll above the number of models in that unit, they strike last. So this really only works on units that are five models or less, and if they aren't over four wounds. This seems incredibly situational, not really sure it's particularly good, but at that key point, at the right point in the game, it might come up. One of the two core battalions that we've been shown is the Expert Conquerors. Only Galician veterans, therefore battleline units, four or less wounds that aren't on mounts, can go inside of it, and each one of those models will count for three for the purposes of objectives. Now immediately, some units spring to mind. Example like zombies, because there are loads of them. Grots, again, lots and lots of grots. Brutes seem like a really clever pick, because they can be battle line units, and they have an ability where if you are one wound, you won't count for objectives anyway. But other really good picks, in my mind, are units like Tree Revenants, Shadow Stonkers, 
units that can teleport and grab back objectives off other units. The ability to count as more on objectives is such a strong ability. Sons of Behemoth had an incredibly dominant phase in Age of Sigmar 3 because of that ability. And we're seeing Kragnos see lots of play in Age of Sigmar because of the ability as well. Now, we haven't seen the other battalion. However, we know it's bounty hunters. We're not sure of the composition of what it is, but we do know that it gives plus one damage in melee against expert conquerors. So you've got a real choice with your list building. Do you take a bounty hunter unit to do all of that extra damage to a unit of expert conquerors? Only time will tell. It also means that you won't be taking a battle regiment or you'll be taking this plus a battle regiment. Battle Regiment is one of the most popular, if not the most popular, core battalion in Age of Sigmar 3 because it allows you to have the one drop or out-deploy your opponent and choose who goes first. It'll be really interesting to see who wins out in that match over this six-month period. And so that's everything we know so far. But final thoughts and looking towards the future. And I am very, very excited. Covering the weekly results for Age of Sigmar events every Monday on the Age of Sigmar Stat Center. It's true that many of the lists have been very similar for a while. I think forcing players to change up the list is really exciting. This looks like a really good way to differentiate between monsters. I'm interested to see where the next one goes. I know this one's not even out yet, but last one is monsters, this one is hordes. Is the next one wizards, priests, cavalry? Who knows? But the exciting time over the next few weeks is what units and armies are going to be winning from these changes. I guess also the next question is, what's the very best way to fight against hordes? That's the thing I need to ask myself and you need to ask yourself as well. If you've got thoughts on anything, I'd love you to leave them in the comments below if you're watching us on YouTube. And if you listen to it as a podcast, then I hope you're staying hydrated. Thanks for listening and thanks to everyone who supports me on The Honest Wargamer, Patreon, so we can do this for work. Have a great day.